Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Online Coaching Podcast, the place where we talk about everything online coaching, including marketing, business models, tools, and mindset. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. A couple of weeks ago, I gave an AI workshop and people absolutely loved it. I shared all the commands that you can use and all the different ways in which it can enhance your content creation and your coaching business. This episode covers exactly that. This is the webinar adapted for a podcast for you. And you're also going to find all the links to watch the full video if you want to in the show notes. But if you just want a taster and you want to understand how it might help you, today's episode is created exactly for that. Let's dive right in. So let's start off with a small introduction for those of you who don't know me. So my name is Stephanie Fiteni, as you probably know from the emails. Um, I'm a marketing coach and a business mentor for online coaches. So I work with a lot of coaches who... Um, either used to work offline or not going online or you know maybe they have been working part-time and they want to go full-time and of course you know um, using online marketing and digital marketing strategies like SEO you know to help to help them get leads and build their business um, I have a qualification in education I was a web developer for 10 years um, I owned my first online business, which was kind of a side business um, in 2003. I used to have a hosting company. Um, and then uh, I founded my own agency, um, which was a, an advertising agency. So, you know, we did all the advertising, uh, including online marketing, content marketing, SEO, and all the works. And, and then I became an online coach and course creator um, part-time in 2014. And then I left my business completely, uh, the agency in 2017, and I went full-time. So what I'm passionate about, I'm passionate, passionate about helping coaches actually reach more people. And this is one of the reasons why I do what I do. I think coaches are really changing the world, one person at a time, because they really make uh, a big difference to people's lives. And, you know, I've met some very dedicated coaches and it's an absolute pleasure helping them get more clients. And that's one of the things that's really spur me on. And sort of what do I do most? Um, I mostly like creating content that converts. Um, SEO is one of my superpowers, blogging and copywriting. I'm into funnels, you know, ads when necessary and course creation, of course. Um, my background in education, I have always taught everything I have learned. So... It's natural for me. So enough about me. Um, let's go directly to AI. I'm gonna show you all the basics, and then I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave your imagination to it because literally, you can go as far as you want with AI. Okay, so let's dive right in. So artificial intelligence, what is it? In reality, artificial intelligence has been around since more or less the 50s. We used to call it machine learning, uh, which is basically where the machine itself can learn and can start creating code. Um, now it has gotten very smart and, you know, it can do things like, um, you know, use natural language, speech rec recognition. It can also be 
downloaded into robots so that they can actually process what they can see. So this is, uh, the advancements are just incredible. So why is it so powerful? And I'm talking about why is it so powerful, sort of not the whole thing, powerful as in the tools that we have access to. So the tools we have access to are powerful because they have access to the internet. So this is why AI has been so powerful. AI by itself, without the internet, not very powerful. There isn't very much it can do. But because AI has access to the internet and the, the internet is a blueprint of the world. It's a blueprint of human beings. It just has so much information in it. And for something like AI to be able to tap into that is giving it a lot of power. Without the internet, it wouldn't really be able to do very much because there wouldn't, it can only learn from what you feed it. And the next step, obviously, it is powerful because it learns. So it's going to learn from its interactions with you. And, you know, one of the reasons why they have put AI bots online uh, for people to ask questions is because the AI learns and the people creating the AI learn about how people interact with the AI. So it's actually good all around. It can be fed knowledge, and this is where it becomes really powerful. So you can have things like, uh, you can have, you can teach it NLP, basically. Um, you can teach it, you know, how to, how to give kind customer support. And these are all things that we, we use in our sales pages. These are things that we can use in adverts. These are things that we can use on social media. So this is why it's, it's so powerful and it can really help us. Okay. So how are we going to use it mostly? We're going to use it to speed up processes. So we can use it to make things easier, like onboarding processes. Um, if you're going to do some research, perhaps, um, if you want to check something on your own website, um, if you want to, you know, write anything quickly, it's going to make things really faster. For instance, if you want to get a blog post and summarize it, it's going to do that literally in five seconds for you. So that's, you know, obviously it's going to speed up a lot of things. We also to create content for human consumption. And I have mentioned specifically here that it's for human consumption because there is something that we all really need to be aware of. Now, when we create content, you know, especially the written word, again, the AI can create imagery, but there are no open and free tools at the moment that actually create imagery. I have tried, admittedly, some of the paid tools that create imagery, and they're still really quite basic. Um, they haven't produced anything usable in the tests that I've run. So when I talk about what they're creating, they are creating text. Any, so any form of text. I'm mentioning that it's for human consumption here because Google and search engines have a big problem with AI. They don't like it because it's not generated by people. And there is quite a big problem with AI and SEO because what tends to happen is that because it's sourcing the data that it's writing, so let's say, and we're going to see this in just a minute, let's say I had to ask it to write a blog post. It can do that relatively quickly. But what I'm going to end up with is a blog post that has been sourced from the internet. 
And what that means is that if everybody starts using AI and starts, you know, writing so easily and so quickly, then we're going to end up simply regurgitating information. And there isn't going to be much new stuff of much value. So obviously search engines do not like that. And that is something that search engines are doing. Um, we, can, we can see, uh, we're going to look at a couple of tools later on um, where you can actually check if your content, because maybe you started it in AI and then edited it, you can check whether um, a bot or a search engine can detect that it has been created by AI. So, you know, just like in the old days, we used to check, excuse me, we used to check for double content. Now there are tools to check for AI content. Mm, nice sip of tea. Okay. So obviously we're, we can also use it to research because now we don't need to go and check a thousand sites. Uh, we can simply ask the AI to do that for us. And, you know, when we formulate questions in the right way, we can come up with really good results. To plan and repurpose. So you can actually ask your, the AI to create a plan about something for you. Of course, repurpose, um, like extracting. We're going to see a lot of commands. And then um, you can ask it to do to execute tasks that a VA would. So simple things like make a list of, you know, the 10, the 10 most popular websites in Arizona. So, you know, you can ask it simple things like make a list of the top 50 businesses um, in dealing with Bitcoin in the US, for instance, and it will find them for you. So, of course, these are things that perhaps your VA might have done before, but now um, perhaps your VA can do it too, but it's going to take her five minutes instead of, you know, five hours. <laughs> okay, what are we not going to use it for? We should not use it for creative tasks, although there is a bit of a caveat for this, um, and I will show you why a little bit later. Um, ideally, it doesn't really do creative. It doesn't do anything new. Anything it's going to give you has been taken from the internet. So always know that if you're trying to go for creativity and something fresh and new, then AI is probably not the way to go. You cannot use it to write copy for search engines. Absolutely do not. Um, but like I said before, it is great for content for human consumption. People most of the time cannot tell the difference between AI content and non-AI content. But, um, but search engines can and bots can. And by the way, Google is actually working on its own AI. And in the next few months, definitely before the end of 2023, we are going to see Google actually using AI. And they're going to have some form of uh, chat in their search engine where you can actually ask questions. And because, of course, naturally, it's probably going to re replace um, these featured snippets that you get at the top because now you can get a very clear answer. So, you know, things are changing. And of course, the other thing that you can use it to do, you can use it to process data, but not cu sensitive customer data because you, you would be kind of, you would be breaking, um, copyright customer sensitivity. Um, you know, you are actually, you would be giving the data um to an ai tool and this is never a good idea so ideally that's something that should not happen that you know export sensitive data from your system and ask the ask the 
the bot to process it in some kind of way. So avoid doing that as much as possible. Okay, so what are the main tools um, that for me have really come out? I have been looking into AI tools, um, yeah, probably all of the new year. So since, you know, actually it started in the holidays. Um, so it's been a few weeks, started in the Christmas holidays, and I kind of just kept researching and looking, um, you know, going down rabbit holes, um, out of interest mostly. And these three tools really stood out for me. Now, ChatGPT is the one everybody knows about right now, is the OpenAI. Um, Lynn, okay, so Lynn is asking, and it's a very good question, Lynn. If everything is coming from the internet, does that mean that AI can copy content from our sites without our permission? It doesn't copy. So what it does is it's going to use it as a source of information but it's, it's going to source the information, not just from your website, but also from a number of other websites. So technically, yes, it is stealing the information you put out there and it's making it easily accessible to other people. But it's not just doing that with you. It's also, you know, let's say if I had to ask it, um, give me the best 10 tips to sell, to sell my course online it's probably going to look around to all, say, to, to the main websites, um, probably the ones that rank the highest. And it's going to get, say, you know, about at least 10, at least 10 websites, and then sort of source the most common points. So AI is obviously going to think that what is common to all the articles is sort of more correct and more true. Okay, I hope that answers your question. So what can you do with Chat, Chat GPT, which is the one that we're going to talk about today, because it's the most reliable one so far. It's definitely the most advanced one I have seen online. You can ask it questions directly, and it's got a lot of inf internet information, but it's not connected to the internet live because it has limitations. And in fact, it has information up to 2021. <coughs> Excuse me. And in fact, I did test this. Um, I did ask the chatbot about the Queen of England and it did not know that the Queen has passed away. So, um, yes, it definitely is true that it's not connected to the live Internet, but uh, they must have downloaded, um, you know, they must have downloaded a lot of the information and sort of made it accessible to the bot. The second tool which is extremely interesting, especially if you are a marketeer um, or if you are um, a copywriter, Jasper.ai. Jasper.ai is a little bit different. It's not a free tool, whereas ChatGPT is. Um, it's not a free tool and it allows you, but it allows you to create content on the fly. So you can create social media, social media, posts, captions, and it is much more specific. However, I decided not to use it for today's workshop because a lot of its features are still in beta and I have struggled to get it to work correctly at the stage. These companies at the moment are going through a very sharp development stage where they're developing as fast as possible because the demand is outpacing them. So, you know, some of these tools have not stabilized yet. I think we're going to have to wait 
uh, a few months until they can manage to keep up with demand. And then, very interesting, um, there is something called perplexity.ai, and I do like this one. I believe that this is what um, this is what future search engines will look like. And I'm going to quickly share what it does. So let's say, so as you can see, what this is doing, it's like a search engine. Um, it's allowing me to put in questions. Uh, for instance, how do I write a great post? Um, and what it's doing, it's interesting, it's giving me an answer, but it's also telling me what the source of those answers was. So I, I quite like this one. I believe that if Google is going to go down this road, and we, we know that it's going to, I think they're going to create a tool that is similar to this. And however, although the functionality is nice as an addition to search engines, it does not, I think, provide um, provide enough functionality for us to use it as the main tool for what we're going to see today. Okay, so we have another question. I say, can you protect your website if you don't want anyone taking your info, just like you can block it from being copied? Um, actually, good question. Um, the question, the, the, the plugins that stop your text from being copied actually stop bots as well. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to stop AI because, as you know, the technology is advancing really quickly, um, but it's definitely something to look into. I'm pretty sure um, that there might be some sort of tools coming out in the future because all the different tools are now adapting to AI. That's why I said this is, this is so revolutionary. This is, you know, makes such a big difference. Um, so I believe that the tools that there are now may not do a very good job. Um, for sure, they can take the data um, because I have seen my own website being used as a source and I do have the plugin to uh, copy, uh, copy protect because uh, my, my website has been, my, some of my content has been copied before. I think we've all been through it. Um, so yeah, I think that tool will come. But as it, as it stands right now, I think AI can go can go and take take anything it wants, really. However, if your information on your website is quite unique, I wouldn't worry too much uh, because it tends to source, it tends to look for commonalities, it tends to look for patterns. So if you say something as a one-off and it's sort of new, I don't think it's going to take it very seriously. At the stage, it's probably not smart enough to understand if it has inherent value or not. In the future, things might change, though. Excuse me. Okay, so let's jump right in. Um, let's go straight to Chat GPT. So, in order to use it yourself, you need to go to chat.openai.com. I'm going to pop over to the Facebook page and I'm going to post it um, underneath this video. Let me see if I can see the video. Okay, I can see it. All right, so here we are. 
So I have just posted the link. Um, watch the chat because I'm going to be posting a lot of stuff. So here we go. Excellent. So I'm going to change my screen and I'm going to go to the chat so that you can actually see how I'm using it. All right. So I'm going to actually change my screen so that I don't have to change the screen every time that I need to pop over to pop uh, something in the chat for you. Okay, so let's start off with okay chat.openai new chat I believe it's this one. Okay, so if you go to the URL that we just saw, which is let's see chat.openai.com, which is this one. It's going to ask you to register. Now, it's not going to ask you for any money. You can just put in your email address. It's going to verify that it's you. It's going to send you an email, verify the email is yours, and you are straight in. Okay, so let's start off with the, the five most important ways. So as you, as you remember, probably in the emails I sent, I mentioned uh, the different things that we're going to use it for. So let's start off. Um, okay, so the first thing uh, was to speed up your writing process. And of course, that's going to make, like I said, you have to be a little bit careful because you don't want to plagiarize. Um, but one thing you can do for sure is definitely use it for research. So um, let me pop back into the chat and take a look. For instance, let's say you're writing about business and you want to start researching. And you say, okay, um, give me... Um, or as let's say list 10 statistics about small businesses so I've asked it to find me 10 statistics because I know that people love data okay it's taking a while to start it's usually a lot faster than this let's hope it's working uh, let me see if I can refresh it. Okay, yeah, they're experiencing high. Okay, only one message at a time. All right, well, that was only one message. <laughs> Let's try again. Okay, let's see if it's gonna let me now. Okay, all right, so. List 10 statistics about small business. Small businesses employ 47.5% of total private workforce in the US. So it's giving me all these small business statistics that I can use in my article. What I could do as well is I could be very specific. So I would say about, um, so I'm actually going to pop these in our chat. So as I go along, you're going to see these. And I'm just simply going to pop them in the chat for those of you who are keeping track and want to copy and paste the commands to have examples. And then we have, for instance, list and statistics about small business. 
And I could say related to marketing, for instance, and I could also specify in Europe, for instance. So I can specify the location and I can also specify the topic and it's gonna, it's gonna give me those. So when it comes to research, it's going to give me anything I want. Another way I really like to use it, and you know, if, if you probably have it open, then you're gonna get more and more ideas. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm just gonna, oops, can you see? Okay. Okay. So, that's right. So that's the interesting part. So it doesn't actually give you the source. It's just going to give you the information. It's not going to give you a source. Now, if you wanted to give you a source, you could do this. 10 statistics. Let's, let's copy the one before. So I could ask it. Um, and quote the source. So if I wanted to know the source, it's actually going to tell me um, where it came from. How would you address this? For example, to, hang on a second, I'm missing part of your message. Let me quickly see. How would you address it? For example, according to, um, I don't get your question, Cheryl. I can see it on, I can see your question, but I, but I didn't understand it. Could you specify what you mean by, for example, according to? So as you can see on the screen, it's populating. And it's telling me now, it's telling me the source. So it's telling me where the data is actually coming from. So when it finds it, it's, gonna, it's sourcing the... European. Excellent. So what's going to happen now is that, of course, you're still going to need search engines. You're probably, if you want to link to that particular content, um, to that particular site about the statistic in your content, you're still going to go and ha have to find it. However, it has saved you all the time of having to look for so many. It's giving you 10. And, you know, if you need one or two for your post, you can just pick. So that's the way it saved the time. Excellent. I'm going to give it just a couple of seconds to finish. Because otherwise it won't let me run the next one. And okay, the next one is... And actually before I do the next one, I'm just going to get this one so that you can keep it as an example. And I'm going to post the command in the chat so that you can copy it. Excellent. Yes. So let's see now. I'm going to give it another, another command. And the next command is to help us plan. So the command I've chosen is write a plan for a blog titled how to use AI to blog. Now, I didn't ask it to specifically write the blog because I think asking it to actually write the blog and then rewriting it is a little bit risky because once you have seen what it's written, you're going to become a little bit conditioned. And what I found is that it's quite robotic. 
you know, you start you start sounding more robotic like the AI yourself. So you want to, as much as possible, remove the AI's influence. So you don't want to see the article that it's producing. Ideally, you want to use it to give you something else, like the plan, the statistics that you need to use. So you can sort of source the pieces. And it hasn't started yet. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's probably just a little bit busy. Um, but let's see if I can refresh and manage it. I hope. Okay, sometimes things can slow down when you're okay. Here we go. All right, it's just saying that they have a lot of requests at the moment. Okay, so now I've asked it to write a plan for a blog titled How to Use AI to Blog. Yes, that's right. So it's the same. It's the same principle, Lynn, just like you said. So we're sourcing all the ingredients, but then we cook it ourselves because otherwise search engines, especially when we're writing for websites, otherwise the website is going to be penalized. And from what I hear, the, the penalties from Google are going to be very heavy. They're going to be very, very tough. Uh, and it's going to be really easy for them to tell the difference. Okay, so what it's done here, it's given me a nice outline for a blog. And then, of course, I can go in. And of course, what I would highly suggest is um, what I would very highly suggest is that you don't just use what it gave you, you actually use a little bit more. So use client examples, use client stories, use, you know, any other example that you use in your daily life, just try to obviously not be like everybody else. Another interesting way of using it, um, especially if you feel that this is your weakness, is write a strong introduction for a blog, for a blog titled, for instance, how to sell more products from your e-commerce site. So. So you can ask it to write an introduction for your blog. And then, of course, you're going to go in and edit it. Another way of actually getting even more input, um, I haven't asked it that right now because it's a little bit slow, but you can actually ask it to write you three and then see if there are any nice ideas in there that you want to use. But obviously, you don't just copy and paste. You just take the ideas and you write them. So I'm going to paste the command. Yes, well, um, would it understand if we ask it generate an outline for an SEO optimized blog using keywords such and such? The thing is this, unless it's actually creating the full copy, it is not going to be able to SEO optimize it because you know the AI can pick out all the information about SEO optimization and it would probably know where to put the keywords and how much frequency to use. However, what it doesn't, what it, what we're not keeping in mind there is that Google is going to tell its AI content and it's not going to be uh, indexed. It's it's going to be ignored. Google is going to penalize it. 
So it's a little bit of a tough one because yes, it would make life a lot easier and the AI can do it, but it's not a very good idea. One thing you could do um, as an extension to that is potentially um, you could write the blog post yourself <coughs> and then put it through the AI and ask them to uh, make sure that you have enough keywords or ask them to SEO optimize it um, or ask it to improve uh, your English. However, if you're going to do that, I'm going to share a tool with you because then you're going to need to check if um, you're going to need to put it through an AI detector. You need to know if Google is going to penalize you. So you, you kind of need to get an idea of how much you need to rewrite it. So um, I'm going to just post this link. There is a tool um, called an AI detector. And what it does is very simply, um, let me see if I can bring it up quickly. Um, let's see if I can put it on. Here it is, the free AI detector. It's a very simple free tool. You just paste in your text. Okay, my text is, let's see. I just, I can paste in some text and it's gonna tell me if it's AI content or not. Interesting. So I've just pasted an introduction that was improved using AI. So it's saying that it's 63% real, 37% fake. Now, this is gonna give you you know, the more you rewrite it, the closer you're going to get it to 100% real. So use this tool. It's definitely a great tool. And for search engines, if you're going to use AI and, you know, use pieces, um, I would definitely recommend when you rewrite, use this one. Another interest, important one is um, perhaps use something like Copyscape um, to make sure that you're not, you don't have duplicate content as well. Okay. Okay, here we're back to the chat GPT. Okay, so let's go with another one. For instance, one thing you can do is you get, if you're not happy with your blog introduction, you can pop in and you can say, improve this blog introduction and it's gonna rewrite it and it's going to improve it. Okay, so I'm going to add another command in our chat. Uh, let's see where my Facebook is. Hang on a second, I seem to have lost it. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, wrong window. <laughs> let's get Facebook back up so that I can paste the command for you because I seem to have lost the window. Here we are. So let's see, very helpful, excellent. That's just what I like to hear. <laughs> so, so here we have a command and I'm just pasting it in. This is the command that I posted and it basically says, improve this blog introduction. I like to use inverted commas because I feel that um, it tells it very clearly where the content starts and the content finishes. You can also ask it to rewrite and add keywords. So you can ask it to rewrite something. 
rewrite something and add keywords. So you can actually tell it what words to specifically use in there when, they, when it rewrites it. Unfortunately, um, you will always have to put it through the detector. If it has started off from something you wrote, you're gonna have the advantage that it's going to be mostly okay because it's rewritten it from something you wrote. It didn't take a lot of different things and create them entirely through AI. So you are gonna get a better result if you put in your own content and ask it to rewrite it. For instance, let's say if you have two target audiences, I don't know, if you sell to virtual assistants, but you also sell to service providers, maybe you can get a blog post that was written for service providers and ask it to rewrite it for a virtual assistant. And then of course, you gotta go in and clean it up and make it sound more like your voice. Um, but that can definitely help. Yes, Cheryl, um, the detector is a free tool. So far, it's completely free. You don't even need to log in. You just go and paste it in. Okay, now there are a couple of other commands. Um, you know, you can ask it things that are, again, research related, like um, how much is the life coaching industry worth? If you have a fact, you want to put in an article. And then you can actually ask it to write an article. However, if you're going to write an article, at least post the article or the blog on social media. Do not post it on your website. So if you're going to write something for LinkedIn Pulse, for instance, that's perfectly fine because as far as we know, at least so far, um, there is nothing that, that stops you from using AI articles on social media. So you could actually write an article. You could actually tell it to get your article. So you can actually give it the link of your article and tell it to summarize it. And in fact, that's the section we're going in next because next we're going to see how to repurpose for social media. I'm just going to paste in the commands so that you can see the ones I used. And I'm calling them commands now so you can actually get them. Oh, I missed an M accent. Here we go. Okay. So let's take a look at the ones that we use for social media. So for social media, it is brilliant if you already have a blog, any kind of content you have on your website. If you do videos, you can get transcripts from rev.com and you can start off from that to create and repurpose your content. So um let's see now all of these i'm going to ask for one but you can actually ask for three versions of three versions of each and then you choose the best one so for instance summarize this article into a social media post so i'm going to go and get a link um from one of my from my website and i'm just asking it to summarize it into a social media post So all I've done is basically I've given it the article that I already wrote and published and I have asked it to give me one social media post for it. And if, you're, if your post is already live, you can put in the link. If your post is not live, 
then you're probably gonna have to paste the whole thing into the question. Okay, another way you can use it is ask it to find you the hashtags. So, can you find me the best hashtags for this social media post? And I'm gonna take the social media post from before. And I like to do this. Just put it in inverted commas so it's very clear what I'm looking at as a text. And it's literally giving me all the hashtags that it thinks I should be using. So I'm going to say command again, and I'm going to give you the example and repost, repasted this in. Okay, so there's another command. Okay, summarizing. Okay, so you can sim simply get, as you can summarize. Maybe you had a video that had captions. Maybe you had a video that was transcribed. Maybe there was a podcast that had show notes or transcriptions. Maybe you had a long blog post and you want to summarize it into 200 words so that, um, oops, <laughs> I didn't provide the article. Um, you want to summarize it into 200 words so that you can post it on your LinkedIn Pulse, on your social media, and you can share it more easily. Okay, so summarize into 200 words. Um, okay, I'm gonna post this command again for you so that you can copy and paste it for fa from Facebook. Excellent. So let's move on to the next one. Okay, now this one, now we can get a little bit, we can have a little bit more fun with social media. So we could say, all right, let's allow it to finish because it's still running. Otherwise it's going to tell me, uh-uh, you can't. Okay, it's done. So we could tell it, for instance, write three funny captions about life coaching for Instagram. Now, of course, this is AI. Um, it does not necessarily know what funny means, um, but it's gonna try and understand. Um, if three is hard, you can always change the number to 10, you know? Okay, I don't think any of these are funny. Let's see if I probably ask it for 10. I think last time I did that, and I think the last couple were a little funny, so. Um, it needs a little bit of help <laughs> when it comes to humor because it doesn't come very natural. Okay, next thing. Okay, for instance, um, write five famous quotes about or find five famous quotes about. Find five famous quotes about stress, for instance. Okay, I'm, I'm reading these. I'm trying to see if any of them is funny. Uh, feeling lost, let's uh, define yourself. Okay, not that funny. Maybe I picked the wrong subject. Anyway, the next thing is, so well, don't trust it so much for humor. But quotes are a different thing. The internet is full of quotes. And, you know, instead of looking for quotes, you can actually just simply ask 
ask it to find you. Uh, you can ask 5, 10, 15, you know, in this case, I asked for the ones about stress. Um, and of course, then you can go in and turn all of these into social media posts. Um, okay, then you can ask for statistics. People love numbers. Um, people love to love a good statistic, especially when it proves what they thought was already right. Um, when it, oh, what happened? I... Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, okay. Now here's an interesting one. Um, so this one was pretty good. The statistics, it's, it's always very good at because it knows how to find those things. Now here's one which actually surprised me. Write a story about how social media helps charities. And this, I just completely made it up. What surprised me is that it can actually write a story. And it must be, it must be sourcing it from the internet anyway, because if you read it, it's kind of, it kind of has a lot of information from a how-to posts. It's not really going into enough detail to be a real story. But it's very interesting that you can use it to write stories. And Sometimes you want to write a story, maybe to make a social media post that's a little bit more interesting. You want to use the story cue because um, it's just going to make it sound a little bit more readable, a little bit more natural, a little bit more interesting. Of course, you are going to need to edit it so that it doesn't sound weird, um, but it, it, it can really help. And yeah, you cannot put it on your website for sure, but you can use it for social, definitely. Now, this is an interesting one. Um, I use rev.com. And just to show you, I actually have a couple of transcripts here open in front of me. And what I'm doing, let me see if I can show you what I'm doing. Um, Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm going into my rev.com where I have this transcript. Um, this is the transcript of a pod, the last podcast episode. And I'm literally just selecting all the text. And then I'm going into I'm going into here and I've written write five tips about let's see about building a coaching business to use on social media from the following transcript. And then I'm gonna paste the transcript in inverted commas. Uh, I'm not sure if it works without, I've always used it with. And what is gonna, oh. What's happened here? Hmm. This is interesting. Um, it's completely misunderstood me. So I'm going to try that again. Um, it did work before. Let's see. Here we are. I'm just going to copy that and give it the same commands. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not sure what you're asking for. Let's try it again. So, extract five tips 
Oh, okay. About the topic. I actually forgot to write the full sentence. That's why. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, it looks like something weird happened there. Uh, like I said, it's... Um, okay, it seems to be trying to answer me now. Let's see. Okay, let's see if it's going to work. Sometimes they, they have even blocked it, it's so busy. So you're going to have to be... Okay. It's not working very well suddenly. It must be over overworked. But I'm going to paste the command anyway because I've used it before and I know it works. So I'm going to share it with you on Facebook anyway and you can perhaps go in and, and try it a little bit later. So in fact, what we can do, we can actually make it a little bit easier perhaps. So let's see what happens if I make it easier. Five tips to use on social media from the following transcript. And instead of copying the full one, I'm going to copy. I'm going to copy sort of the, I'm going to copy most of it, but not all of it. And the reason why I'm going to do that is because it might have been a little bit too long for it. Okay, here it is. It's working. So it's extracting tips from stuff that I actually wrote. And this is extremely powerful because you've written it yourself. God knows how much content you already have on your website that you've written before, even on social media already. Maybe you were writing long, long posts on social media. Um, so you can actually tell it to go and extract tips that you have given yourself, which is which is going to make them original. So, and again, like we said, uh, people can't really tell the difference. Um, it's the bots that can tell the difference. It's, it's the coded tools that can tell the difference. Okay. Uh, okay, so another one which is interesting, which I've used is write a high converting social media post that convinces people to click on the link and read this blog post. So it's going to have a little bit more of a sort of pushy salesy feel. And then of course, um, you can edit it yourself. Um, quickly post this in the commands. Okay, so. Okay, let's see. I thought that was a new comment, but that was me. Okay. And that's a social media. So another thing that we could potentially uh, use, which was quite interesting, um, you could paste in if you need ideas for something, because it can really look out there and find you some ideas. For instance, I wrote this one. Um, Give me five free lead magnet ideas that gym owners will download. And it just goes and it gives me a list. And what it's probably doing is actually going out there and looking at all the different content and analyzing sort of which ones 
which ones are specifically for the target audience which I mentioned, which is gym owners. Excellent. Okay, so that is all I had for you for social media. Um, we can definitely go through a few more, um, but I think that is, those are the most common ones that you can use. And then we're gonna look at the ones that help you do high conversion. So things that convert. So we can actually ask it to write a sales page. Now, a sales page, again, is not something that we would normally SEO. So, you know, we're not really writing it for search engines. I would still be wary because I don't want Google to penalize my sales page. So I would as much as possible um, try to, you know, sort of edit it out. But from what I have seen, it, you know, there is quite, um, there is quite, quite a lot of stuff that's gone into the AI tool. And one of the things that it's, it knows and it's learned is NLP. It's got an NLP engine. So it understands sales and it understands human communication. So I would definitely not underestimate it when it comes to writing sales pages. Now, if you have a sales page that you're gonna use like a sales post on social media, if you're gonna create a landing page that's not gonna be on your website, be my guest and use this, absolutely. It's not gonna hurt in any possible way. So, you know, if you have a landing page where you're selling a course or, you know, um, or even a freebie, you can go ahead and use this one and get a, get a good idea of it. It may not give you the best one in the very beginning, um, but you can sort of turn it around a little bit. So, you know, if you're not happy with the sales, with the sales copy, you can actually try to be more detailed about the topic. You can ask it to use very specific words, like write a sales page for a life coaching program that helps people overcome burnout using strategies like yoga, journaling, and you can actually go into more detail and it will give you, you know, it will get much closer to what you want. Okay, as you notice, I'm speeding up a little bit because I don't want to take too much of your time. I've Myself, I have blogged off 90 minutes, um, but I think we should be ready probably in another 10, 10 to 15 minutes just to, um, just to keep it reasonable, you know? I don't want to get you too tired. Okay, so the sales page, then call to actions. Now, call to actions are great because they generally go either... Um, they go either on these landing pages or they can go um, on our social media posts. So getting an idea of call to actions is a good idea. Sometimes you just don't know how to say something. You know, we all get days when we find it hard to write. Sometimes you write it as fast as he does because it just comes to you. And sometimes you just sit there thinking and that's when, you know, you can ask it to write three or four call to actions and then pick the one you want or just pick elements of the different ones. Okay, so let's post that one too. Okay, it's in the chat. All right, the next one. This is one of my favorites because I'm a big believer that the more you write, um, the, better, uh, the better your titles are. Okay, so we have a question. Let's see. So if I have one article sales page written by AI on my website, would Google penalize my whole website because of that one piece of content? That is a great question. And uh, the, the true answer is I don't know. 
but I have heard SEO people say that their website has been very much damaged by using AI content. And I don't imagine that the whole website had AI content. Maybe they started producing some blogs. Um, I heard very specifically of a company uh, that had a big problem. And what they were doing was they were creating normal blogs, like step-by-step how-to blogs. And they were being created by their staff. So that was great. And then they were experimenting with stories, with stories about particular topics, and they were getting them written by the AI. And apparently that really damaged our website. Um, I don't know if there is a percentage, you know, how much content. Um, it's like, if it's like double content, you can probably get away with a little bit of it. Um, but we know too little about it so far to be able to answer that question, I'm afraid. So I would say, hang on in there, ask me that question a little bit later when there is a bit more information to go on. So the next one that I'm posting is write 10 email titles about how blogging is recession-proof marketing. So I'm just asking you to write 10 blog post titles. And these, I'm going to post them all together, these commands, because there's a there's an, an there's there are a number of ways you can use it so you can use it for headlines you can use it for blog post titles um all kinds of titles work and you know it helps to have quite a few because they're not so great usually so you're probably going to get two or three that you actually like and then you know the one you want to use is going to stand out to you or like in my case, you might get two and combine those two together. What matters is that they don't sound like AI anymore. Uh, you can also put in your keyword, by the way. So you could actually say, um, write, write 10 email titles and you can give them the email if you wanted to. You could say, write 10 headline titles for this blog post and actually paste it in. Or else you could actually say, write 10 blog post titles for this article and paste in the copy using the keyword. And you actually give it the keyword so that the titles will all have the keyword so that you can get very, very specific. <laughs> I feel like I'm waving my hands everywhere. Sorry, Mediterranean blood. Um, okay, so AI for repurposing. So with repurposing, I think it becomes quite, um, quite, quite easy, really, because repurposing is going to work very similarly to social media. So we're going to say summarize this article into 200 words, for instance. Um, or we might say something like make this article a thousand words. Again, it could be longer. It could be shorter. It could be someone else's article. It could be your own, ideally. And of course, I didn't give it an article, so it's telling me, what are you asking me here? Okay, so I'm gonna go back to my site and I'm gonna bring a link. Um, okay. And I'm gonna bring a link. You could just paste the article itself if you haven't posted it, that's perfectly fine. Okay. And then we're gonna have something like, Turn this blog post into five Instagram posts. Now, this didn't work very well for me when I asked. I wasn't very happy with the, with the result, but it, I think it's worth giving it a shot. 
maybe instead of Instagram posts, we can call it social media posts. We could also call them captions because that would make things a lot easier, I think. Let's call them captions. Okay, so I'm still getting results. Yeah, of course, it's rising. It's writing a thousand word article. Sorry about that. That's going to take some time. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to use this precious time to paste in more commands um, so that you can copy them from the chat. Okay, excellent. And the article is finished. So let's see how if it's going to give me these five social media captions from this particular article. Come on. Yes. All right. So ready to build your life coaching business. Learn the top strategies for recording clients in our latest blog posts. Feeling stuck in your life coaching business? Okay. So I kind of want to tell it something different. I want it to extract five social media posts from this article because this feels to me that yeah okay i mean it's it's getting sort of things that i've said before but i'm not quite pleased with them let's see what it does if i say extract five social media posts from this article i kind of feel like we might get a better result Okay, and here we are. See, now the first one is useless because I did not ask it to tell me for people to actually click on my blog post. So that's not actually what I want. Uh, okay, so from the second one, maybe don't lack, lack of clients hold you back from reaching your business goal. Learn how to use. Nah, see. I wasn't particularly pleased with this last time and I'm not particularly pleased with it now, but hopefully it will improve as we go along. So I'm going to share it with you. Um, okay, so this one then, yeah, I had another one. So this one was turn this transcript into a blog post. And this is great because this is something you pay very top dollar for actually. So I'm going to pick up a transcript from my podcast. I'm going to, okay, get rid of this. I was not, again, um, it needed editing when I actually gave it this command. Um, Turn this transcript into a blog post. It needed uh, quite a lot of editing and I'm not sure that it would have gotten past the detector but it's definitely something that can help because it could be a blog post that you know you don't use on your own website maybe you're going to use maybe it's going to be a guest post on somewhere like medium perhaps you know medium is a bit is like a social media platform google cannot exactly you know, uh, cannot hurt your website and it cannot really hurt their website because they have content that is not 100% original. So, so I think maybe for you somewhere else, this could be a good one. 
especially if you do videos and stuff, you know, you can recycle them into posts that are posted somewhere else. Okay, so that was the bulk of the copy and the social media prompts for the chat GPT. And then we have a couple of quick topics left. So we have CRM, which is very simple. We just have a couple of commands. And again, <coughs> excuse me. Oh my goodness. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to share a couple of CRM ones with you. And then we're going to go into the SEO ones, which is quite amazing. Um, they're not going to SEO your content, but they're going to help you create everything around it, which is amazing and really helps speed things up. So, okay, so for CRM, now CRM is, you know, kind of your sales efforts. Maybe you want to guest on podcasts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Lynn said, bless you. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was like a, a sneeze cough, <laughs> which is weird. Um, it's the AC. I don't like it. It doesn't like me either. So, okay. So the next one is, for instance, l write a list of 30 podcasts that interview life coaches. Um, now this gave me a list of podcasts and it also, uh, interestingly enough, it gave me a disclaimer last time. So it said, these are the, the podcasts that interview life coaches, but some of them might be inactive because I don't know because I don't have very up-to-date data. So that was quite interesting. So, you know, if you're looking to have visibility in a different way, um, for instance, you could find, let's say, find, sorry, I asked for 30, so it's gonna, I have to put my numbers down because otherwise it's gonna take too long. Okay, excellent. Okay, so the next one was, Find me 10 groups about writing on Facebook. So obviously what I would want to do is I would want to find um, groups on Facebook that contain my target audience. That's, that's where this is going to be useful. And in fact, I'm going to group these in one, in one post and the CRM ones, I'm going to post them together. Okay, it's still thinking about it. It must be a bit busy or it's hanging. Let's see if it allows me to refresh. This uh, command in particular had given me quite a nice, quite a nice result. Actually, there was an error generating your response. Okay, regenerate. Try. Okay, there you go. So now it's actually giving me 10 Facebook groups that I can go and search that actually uh, have my target audience inside them. And then sort of the, in reality, your imagination is the limit for CRM. And I'm going to, in fact, po post a lot of different ones. I have like six or seven here. And for instance, you want to find certification schools for CEOs, for instance. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Maybe your target audience are CEOs and you want to find certification schools for CEOs. Why would you want to find them? Because if you're going to do Google ads, you can target people who are from those schools. Um, if you're going to 
retarget people who visit your website with a freebie, you can actually add this as one of the variables in your ad. So from these different schools. So, you know, it's like you can also ask it to find you 10 journalists that or 10 online magazines that talk about your topic so that you can pitch these magazines with your content. Okay, so I've actually just posted a number of commands for CRM. Um, I'm just, you know, just for speed, I'm going to, I'm going to just uh, post them together. And one thing you can also do, and this is quite interesting, um, you can get an email. Okay, let me see if I can find uh, an outreach email online quickly. Outreach email example. So let's say you've received an outreach email or maybe you've Googled it. You're like, I want to find an outreach email online and you know, I want to rewrite it for myself. You can actually ask the AI to do it for you. I'm just waiting for the site to load so I can have. Okay, so let's see. So let's see. Hey, Mary, congratulations on your recent um, launch on your recent program launch is going to impact the life coaching industry in a major way. I look forward to seeing you improve it. Uh, no. And then you would say something like, oh, sorry about that. I pressed enter too quickly. Let's see. So what we want to say something, I would love to be a guest on your podcast show. I would love to be a guest on your podcast show. And obviously you can find a much better one. I just did a very quick search and you can ask it to rewrite it for you and make it, you know, you can also tell it what words you want to put in it. So you can be very, very specific. And especially if you're handing over to your VA, uh, especially if your VA is not a first language English speaker, this is going to make a massive difference um, to the kind of emails she can write. And that's everything I had for CRM. I think CRM is one of those things that really varies according to the different businesses, but I just wanted to give you some ideas to see sort of, to see a little bit, to have some ideas for what you want to do in the future. And last but not least, what can you do for SEO? So how can you do, how can you get ideas so that you can rank your blog posts and your website on the first page of Google? Now, this is, uh, there's some amazing stuff. I was really impressed when I, when I sort of was researching and I found these. So when you're looking to write content, content that ranks, um, we all know that questions really work. So you could say something like, Generate a list of 20 popular questions related to leadership skills that are relevant for managers in tech. So this would be relevant to someone who is maybe a leadership skills coach and works with managers in tech. So obviously you've got to change according to your topic 
um, and it will give you questions. These questions can be used in various ways. The best way to use them is either actually use them as blog posts, so use them as articles, or um, you can use these as FAQs at the end of your blog post, which, uh, which really helps with SEO because, you know, it makes your article a little bit longer. Maybe you have an article that's already doing well and you want it to do even better. You can add these FAQs at the bottom um, and it'll make you look really good with Google. Of course, uh, as much as possible, try to make the answers original and your own. Okay. Another interesting one, which I absolutely loved is you can go to your keyword research tool and just make, get a list of the keywords that you have. So, so one thing you can do is, so you can tell it, group the following keyword list based on their search intention. So search intent is search intention. Um, whether they are commercial, transactional, or informational. I have used these three words because it's going to use the internet to understand. And these are the commonly used words. Informational keywords are refer to people who are searching for an answer for a particular question. Commercial key keywords means that someone is shopping around. They are investigating brands or services. Transactional keywords are when the searcher is intending to actually complete a purchase when it looks for that particular keyword. So basically by isolating the transactional keywords from the other keywords, we know which of our keywords we should focus on because they are the ones that are going to drive the conversions on our website. So the way you would do it is I would go to, um, I've actually done this already. Here it is. And I can show you because it took quite a while to do it. Okay. It seems to have keyword grouping. Here it is. So I asked it to group them and I gave it a long list of keywords and it grouped them like this. It gave me commercial and these were the keywords and then it gave me informational and transactional. So the answer is, is always on point. That's great. It does, <coughs> excuse me, it does have a, a limit. When I tried to do all of my keywords at once, it said that's way too many. So I have to kind of buckle down a little bit and, you know, use a little bit less. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to copy this. So someone's saying they have a client soon and they have to go. Yes, there. I am going to post. So soon after, um, let me actually give you the link if you would like it right now. Soon after our, our call ends, which is literally going to be in the next few minutes. Um, so you might make it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post the replay on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to receive it quickly, to get a notification when the replay is up, you can just follow the channel. And I'm going to give you the link here. So you can just follow the channel when the replay is up. Um, it will be later tonight. Um, it will actually tell you uh, where it is. 
Okay, so let's look at another one. So this one is great. And just sort of to let you know if, if anyone's on edge and needs to leave, this is like the last one of three. So we're going to be done really soon. So um, the next one is the meta descriptions. Sometimes this is usually the part of the, of the SEO that I hate the most. I dislike it. It's, it's not something that you enjoy writing. It's something that, you know, so you can say generate the meta description for this particular article. If you don't have the link, because it's not published, obviously, because it doesn't have your meta description yet, then what you can do is paste the whole article itself. Uh, if you find that it's a bit lacking for your kind of topic, you can ask it to do four meta descriptions. So you have a few to choose from and a few ideas to, to mix around. And I've done it again. Now it's gonna, I'm gonna tell it to stop because otherwise it's gonna take more of, of your time. <laughs> I can't see the chat, only my messages. So that's interesting. Um, you probably just need to go somewhere at the top and just uh, click see all comments um, because Facebook sometimes just summarizes them. So let's see. So the next one is rephrase. So now, so this one can be used. Rephrase the following paragraph in four different ways. So let me pick one of its own paragraphs. And the reason why you would need this to rephrase a paragraph. Yeah, here we are. Rephrase the paragraph is maybe because you have a paragraph that you have already used in another blog post and it could be reused in this blog post. Maybe you have a paragraph that needs to be used as an extract. Um, for instance, in my WordPress site, I have um, like an extract, a summary. And that is something that actually Google takes into consideration. You know, that little summary of your post that people click on on your website, the ones that appear on the homepage and then when you click, they go to the blog. So you can actually get some help with those. And of course, as usual, get a few versions and mix them in. Okay, and that's everything actually. That was all of them. That was all of the posts. I'm going to paste the last one. Um, here we are, and I'm going to call it a command as well. Here we go. Okay, so let's come back now to our presentation quickly. Um, there were just a couple of tools that I wanted to share with you, and I'm going to share those in the chat so where is my here it is here's our presentation and now i just need to switch okay let's take a look here we go okay so um where were we yep chat gpt here we go Okay, I can see I'm still there. I don't really want to be in the way. So I have to put that away. Excellent. Okay, so make sure you, you keep this link, although you can very easily Google it, and that should not be a problem. Um, and then, okay. Uh, okay, I, somehow we have gone to the beginning of the, of the thing. 
I just wanted to thank you for staying with me till the end. Um, and I wanted to mention to use a couple of tools important. I, I already shared them in the chat and I will share them again. The AI content deten detection tool is going to be your friend and also um, potentially transcription tools. Uh, I mentioned I use rev.com, so it's rev.com. And then um, there's another tool called otter, otter.ai, which is great because you can just push in your Zoom videos and it will transcribe them right away. Um, and I really hope that you found this useful. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, your imagination is the limit. I really hope you go out there and save a lot of time. Uh, don't sec your VA by any means. Just find more productive ways of using these tools because you can just produce so much and become more competitive because what's going to happen is that this has made content much easier for everybody and your competition is going to start, you know, clocking on and even larger companies that maybe are competing for the same keywords and they are in the same industry producing content, we're going to see a lot more content and a lot, you know, higher quality, uh, higher quality content out there. So I really hope this was useful to you. Um, if you want to contact me, you can contact me here, stephaniefitani.com slash call. Um, I work with people on one-to-one -one, and I also run a group program once or twice a year. Um, it will probably be twice this year. So if you're interested, feel free to uh, get in touch with me. And I hope you have enjoyed this webinar as much as I have. And I look forward to the next one. I am going to do another one next, next month. Um, so, so far the plan is just to do one a month uh, so that I have plenty of time to make it really valuable for you. And, you know, again, if there's anything that you want to see me talk about, feel free to pop it in the chat here, drop me an email, let me know if there's anything, you know, that you would love to see a webinar about. And in the meantime, just stay on the email list and you will hear about the next free workshop real soon. Thanks a lot for staying with me. Have a lovely evening, morning or afternoon, wherever you are. And I'll see you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Bye. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.